Welcome, coaches. This is Tony Schiffman, and you are listening to the Hog Football Podcast. The Hog Football Chat was created as a way for coaches to talk about all things football and all things offensive line, and we took off via Twitter. With the help of so many great sponsors, we were able to create an amazing network of our coaching community. Now we've decided to launch our first ever podcast series. Please don't forget to check out those amazing sponsors on Twitter. This podcast series is presented by Platform, an online strength and conditioning tool that partners with over 800 schools across the country. Go check out platform.com, that's P-L-T-4-M.com for our full series and catch up on any episodes you might have missed. Don't forget to check out at Coach Schiffman on Twitter and use the hashtag HogFootballChat when you're there. We have a great episode for you today, so let's go ahead and kick this off. Before we even kick off the podcast, I want to just remind everyone to go like, subscribe, and keep up with these weekly episodes. If you like what you hear, spread the word so more coaches can tune in for our weekly podcasts. All right, here we go. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Hog Football Podcast. Today I have got Coach Kurt Anderson with me. Coach Kurt Anderson is the offensive line coach currently at Northwestern. Uh, Before that, he spent time at the University of Arkansas and actually with the Buffalo Bills for a couple years, which I did not know. Um, Prior to that, he spent some time in Eastern Michigan, was a graduate assistant at Michigan, which was his alma mater, and started coaching at Indiana State. So, Coach Anderson, super excited to have you. Hope you're you're doing well, and and thanks for coming aboard. Uh, I appreciate you uh, having me. Uh, It's kind of uh, exciting. Hopefully, uh, you know, I got a wife, five kids, so uh, in the world of uh, Zoom and FaceTime and everything like that. So if you, if you hear a loud <laughs> crash, if you hear a vacuum going, that's probably just one of my kids hanging from a, a ceiling fan somewhere or uh, someone spilled something and needed vacuuming. So I apologize. I pre-apologize for anything that can happen going forward. That's life. That makes, that's what makes this stuff so great. So don't worry about that. Um, you know, first question I've got for you, and, and, and you've been a part of some great teams as, as both a coach and a player. Um, how important was the offensive line to the success of those, those really good teams? Well, I mean, obviously uh, a little bias here in terms of <laughs> the way that I approach the game, uh, having played the game, everything like that. But, I, but um, I, I do have a unique background in the fact that, you know, I was a, a kind of a, a semi-mid-skill guy growing up, played linebacker, played tight end. Um, and uh, have seen the world, even even uh, as a player, uh, early days at the University of Michigan, I, I, I played defensive line. And and, uh, and so I have a little bit of perspective. And I can tell you that my philosophy is um, your, your team is built around offensive line play. And, and I think if your offensive line is solid, obviously everything uh, in terms of the run game, in terms of protection for the throw game, um, communication and the identification, how, how everything goes through, uh, for me at least, uh, uh, the center uh, being the eyes uh, of, of the offense. Uh, I think the approach that you go to uh, uh, go through in a, in a season uh, within a team that if your offensive line has that alpha Mm-hmm. mentality that you're going to make your defensive line better. You're going to make your linebackers better. Um, and so uh, I'm a firm believer that um, if you look historically at 
teams uh, that win championships, teams that have great success, um, it could be argued that very few times are you ever going to look at that team and go, eh, that offensive line was so-so. Right. right? So most of the time, that offensive line, you're sitting there going, dang, that guy's good. Oh, he was a heck of a player. Um, man, what a solid leader. Um, maybe didn't have the greatest ability, but, man, was he tough. And they were physical. They dominated at times. And so when you can put a team on your back in a third and one, a third and short, a fourth and one, something like that, a, a fourth and long even, and, and, and knowing that they're bringing the house and feel confident in that play that you can control it up front and it's going to be – you're going to move the line of scrimmage to gain that first down or you're, uh, first down, or you're going to um, protect in a way that allows that quarterback that extra time to pick up the yardage needed or that last play of desperation. Um, I think it all does start up front. And, and uh, so, you know, I kind of always had that motto of uh, we're going to set the tone. Right. And our, our enthusiasm is going to be infectious. And, uh, and so every day we're going to bring it and we're going to bring another pos position group along with us. And uh, they're either going to jump on the bandwagon or we're going to pass them by until they figure it out. So. Right. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. it it's, it really is. I mean, you know, you played the position. I played the position. It is such a special, special group. And and when when our group of guys get going and get get kind of lathered up and get a little feisty and start moving as one, it's um, it's fun to watch. And it's I wouldn't want to be on the other end of that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so my first real question for you, and, and you know, kind of looking at your bio, you 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 coached in arguably two of the best conferences in, in, in college football in the SEC and, and now in, back in the Big Ten. Um, you know, in this kind of pandemic era where we as coaches are sort of stuck at home and, and uh, you know, we're doing a lot of recruiting, obviously. I, I'm not – I think you guys are on a, a dead period at, at Division One, But talk to me a little bit about recruiting in the SEC and the Big Ten. You know, is it – I mean, are, are, are you looking for the same type of guy? Is it just trying to find dudes, period? Or, or how, how is it um, – how are those two compare and contrast? Um, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I think as offensive line coaches, um, we all uh, individually have certain attributes, certain things that you're looking for when you're evaluating a player, um, whether it be ankle flexion, the ability to put his whole foot in the ground, violent hips, um, using hands, great eye progression, whatever it is, I think universally across the board, even when I was coaching in the NFL and, and you know, you got the NFL draft tonight and all that time that's spent on um, going through the process of, of college prospecting in terms of for the NFL draft and, and getting ready and watching these guys. And um, I think it's all pretty universal. You're looking for those, whatever it is that gets you excited as a line coach. Some guys see mm -hmm. the world differently. Um, and so for me, um, and maybe especially at, at uh, where I was in the SEC and and who I was coaching for and, and Brett Bielema and the style of play that we played in terms of an, a pro-style attack, the type of offensive lineman and, and that. Um, um, so maybe some, some, some certain things that you're looking for, maybe a more size here and there, um, as opposed to what we're doing offensively uh, here at Northwestern. And, and, but I think those attributes uh, that we look for um, that, that gets us excited uh, I mean, you can kind of compare it to uh, 
you know, being a young man and you're trying to find the, the future Mrs. Anderson, right? We, right. Have, we have our type um, and we're going to, you know, and, and so um, I'm looking for a certain type of guy and uh, being smart, being physical, uh, having a, uh, a true un, unbridled, un, uh, you know, unabated passion for the game. Um, you can see that on tape. You can hear that in a kid's uh, uh, inflection when you speak to him on the phone, right. uh, the things that he's about, um, whether he really loves this game or not. And, and so those are the guys that I like to surround myself with, guys that, that uh, I know that if it, if it weren't a game of football and this was a back alley brawl, that uh, this guy's going to be tough and physical and I want him by my side. But also maybe our numbers aren't that great. And this guy's clever enough and smart enough to figure out how the two of us can make it to our advantage versus the whole group of dudes. Like I want that type of guy that's, that's, that's sharp, but tough. Right. And so I don't think it necessarily changed um, who you're looking for or what you're, you know, what attributes you're looking for. I I will say that, um, you know, I think certain schools have certain advantages, obviously by, uh, geographic location in terms of what is what access you have to certain players and whether you got to go out of a certain mileage radius to, to pick up a guy um, how many schools that are comparable to you as he passing uh, type of deal if you want to call it a footprint if you will mm-hmm. uh, so I think some of that has uh, plays its uh, uh, a toll too so um, but for me personally I, I, I haven't changed my what I look for in my type of, of recruiting whether it be college, whether it be NFL, these are the things that I, that, right. that turn me on and that, that I like. Right. And that's, I mean, that's good. That's, you know, you don't want to, I would, I would be, I would be concerned for a coach that kind of changed his morals, so to speak for, for every, every different place he went, you know, you, you know, what kind of coach you are, you know, what kind of coach you can, or, you know, what kind of player you're going to, you're going to get the most out of. And that's the guy you're going to, you're going to search out here, you know, everywhere. So um, that's good. Um, you know, my next question kind of a little bit with, with you as a player and, and, you know, you were obviously you talked about, you were a, a two-year starting center at Michigan. Um, you were a GA at Michigan for a little bit. Um, and then you kind of left the big 10 and, and now you're back to the big 10. What, what's, what is it that's special about the big 10? Um, you know, that, that makes it a little better just, just than maybe some other conferences, some other leagues, because, you know, in, in the, looking at the time when you were at Michigan, um, you know, it was, let's run the rock, let's pound the rock. And, 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 you know, I kind of, I've grown up a big 10 fan. I, I kind of think of the big 10 as almost like a black and blue type, type of league. What, what is it about the big 10 that makes it so special? Um, I think, I think it is that. I think uh, you're talking about tradition. Um, I think, uh, you know, regionally, you know, it, it, this, this word gets thrown a lot around a lot of Midwest values. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but I think that the core, um, educational background of the institutions, um, that are part of the big 10, um, I think, uh, all these things really play into, uh, what makes this place special, what, what makes this conference special. Um, and, uh, um, and so, uh, you know, it's fun. I mean, it, it's, it's, this is home for me to be back home. Uh, right. I grew up in the Chicagoland area. Um, I really believe I, I, I've been fortunate. I've, I've been able to coach for a bunch of uh, Hall of Fame candidate, candidate Hall of Famers, uh, Lloyd Carr, you know, um, you know, but, but guys that are 
that are considered great head coaches, and I've had, had the opportunity to play for a lot of those guys. Mm-hmm. Some some uh, characters, you know. I've coached for uh, Rex Ryan. Um, <laughs> that's um, you don't. That's it. Character. That's it. You don't have to tell anybody else. That's that's the the main guy right there. <laughs> but uh, but I really feel uh, fortunate to be uh, coaching under Pat Fitzgerald. Um, I mean, this guy is Northwestern. This guy is the Big Ten. Um, and, uh, and so it makes it special to be back home where I grew up. You know, I, as a kid, you know, my dad played at Northwestern. Um, and, uh, as a kid, I was a Northwestern basketball ball boy. Um, you know, so this was, this has come full circle. My wife right. is from the area. Um, and so this is, uh, we're both around, uh, our families, you know, you get into this coaching profession. And uh, you spend your time, you know, 15 years, 16 years away from family. The only time my kids saw family is when family would come up for a a weekend to catch a game. And you see them for uh, 24 hours, if that. Uh, So to be around where where, uh, family can help help and be around, watch my kids play sports and stuff like that, it it makes it special. But um, as a whole, I I mean, I think the tradition – um, that that this that this conference, the reputation that we have for being tough, being smart, um, and uh, you know, having played in this conference, um, when you get into those bowls and you're playing SEC teams, and everyone talks about SEC speed, and and, uh, and then going out there and watching guys run by SEC guys and just saying this is all a myth, um, and so watch how we can run, watch how we stuff like that i mean it, it, it's it's fun and, and everybody has their their quirk and fun and and their own and, and challenge but uh um, it does make it special and
Thanks again for everyone listening. And remember to go check out platform.com for the full series of Hog Football podcast episodes. We want to thank everybody for their continued support and be on the lookout for our Hog Football Chat series from Twitter on our website, hogfootballchat.net. You can check out all of our great sponsors and tons of awesome 